0: Asset Arrest, making contact, gaining access, asking questions, wasting time.
1: Hello and welcome to episode 10 of Asset Arrest, a podcast in which each episode centres around a viewing of a different property that I, Laura Yule, attend with a different invited guest each time. So far, I've mostly been looking at the high end of residential property in London and Berlin, the type that is largely being marketed towards a global audience looking to invest. But this episode continues on from episode 9, a slight deviation from this path, as I travel to Newcastle to explore the booming world of private student housing. Newcastle has the highest rate of student housing in the UK, and in 2018 it was reported that one in every 15 homes in the city is a student home. The term studentification, coined by the academic Darren Smith in 2002, refers to the impact that student bodies have on the cities around them. The indirect consequences can include the reduction of family homes to make way for houses of multiple occupancy that are suitable for students, bars and fast food restaurants replacing long-standing community businesses and services, and properties sitting empty for large swathes of time outside of term time. If you haven't listened already, please do check out episode 9 with the fantastic Roger Burroughs, where we view a studio apartment. Department at Liberty Keys, and discuss Rogers' research into the replacement of the just rich by the super rich in West London and education as a means of property investment. This episode draws together multiple voices and perspectives and focuses around the area of Shieldfield, located just to the east of the city centre. I spoke to two members of a project called Dwellbeing, Hannah Marsden and Alison Merritt-Smith, who lead this project alongside Julia Heslop. Dwellbeing is an ongoing arts-based participatory action research project in Shieldfield that is responding to the impacts of rapid urban development in the neighbourhood in recent years. Dwellbeing is based at Shieldfield Arts Artworks, formerly The Holy Biscuit, and has a group of co-researchers made up of 15 to 20 community members of mixed ages who all live or work in Shieldfield. Together they organise conversations, events, art activities, newsletters and trips to build knowledge about the issues that affect the local area. To quote some of the research into the area, between 2011 and 2015, Shieldfield's ward saw a 467% increase in student housing. After the 2008 financial crisis, student housing was a sure profit for developers and investors, and this created a boom in the student accommodation market around the country. This can be felt particularly strongly in Shieldfield. well as speaking to Hannah and Alison, I meet two members of the group who are residents of Shieldfields, and we have a look at two separate student accommodation blocks, Barker House and The Shield. But first, let's meet Alison and Hannah to hear a bit more about the Dwellbeing project.
2: I'm Alison Merk-Smith. I am a director of Shieldfield Artworks which is in Shieldfield in Newcastle uh, I'm also an initiator of the Dwellbeing project. I'm
3: Hannah Marsden and I am a researcher and uh, arts producer and i um, working closely with Alison and another artist, Julia Heslop, on the Dwellbeing project. What,
1: where does the name Dwellbeing come from? Oh, it's sorry. a nice word. <laughs> yeah,
3: <laughs> so we've been <laughs> criticised for this. Okay. The, the project was initially uh, called Dwelling and it's Discontent and that was the title of, that we gave to a, a symposium event that we organised, uh, the three of us, in 2016. We took that name to, for the project, but then a few months in, uh, one of the residents, or a few of the residents, were kind of saying that it wasn't very positive, and just created the word, created a new word for the English language, well-being, and decided that that's what we should be called, um, in together well-being and and dwelling. Oh yeah. And
2: we have been criticised for calling it well-being because obviously it can this stuff around the well-being narrative, of, which can be quite or anti- not anti-political, but like apolitical. It's kind of about people feeling good. You know, it's quite individualistic. Well-being is
1: self-care. But, yeah, or-
2: and it's not, yeah, not very political, but we and one person had kind of got in touch with us and said I think you should do this and for the sake of social arts <laughs> practice um, you should have it back to dwelling and, and I got back to the person I was like I really respect your opinion but if, if a resident is naming that, is chosen to name something, which is a really significant act, you know, it's kind of part of mm-hmm. what it means to be human is to name things you know, like yeah. in a lot of ways. Um, so the
1: residents wanted a positive name, yes. whereas... So we
2: have to take that on board. We can't be like, no, we need to keep this because it's more political. I think naming is important, but it's also about, you know, living that in the project. The resident's kind of taking, mm-hmm. taking ownership of how the project is viewed and...
1: How has well-being been kind of working with local residents. Like, what, what kind of different forms or shapes has that taken?
2: It's been quite diverse and it's grown and evolved over the two-year period because it started as a project and it's and it's become, over the past few years, a group because mm. it was our project, really, um, that we wanted to kind of work with residents. But, you know, we were, yeah, we started off just, like, really listening and, like, mapping kind of what was, who was in the community and, you know, what the needs and challenges were and just taking our time with that. And mm. um, So we did that. For about at least four months it was, and um, meeting with people and just kind of getting to know people really. And we knew that it was going to be at least a two-year project, but probably longer, um, because we never worked together for more than probably a few months at a time. So we were like, okay, commit to this two-year project.
3: The whole project came about the idea for starting something in cheerful came about um, in response to what we were hearing hearing from um, people who lived here and the impact of all of this rapid. Of urban development, which particularly in Sheffield is purpose built student accommodation that's mm. been kind of happening in over the last 10,
2: yes, yeah, kind of its intense period was yeah. 2011 to 2015, but it's been going on since yeah. it's been planned. And what has already.
1: it taken the place of regular housing mm. or what like what was there Just, before?
2: It was like industry basically, most of Sheffield okay. right? because it's on the outskirts of the estate really, Um. so it's kind of this periphery of the estate, and it was like industry. Um, but then other like other things have been converted. So, like pub, there's been a few pubs that have been turned into student accommodation, and the social house, was demol- social house the social club was demolished because of, to turn it into student accommodation, and different bits of land have been bought. So, part of our kind of research um, has been to kind of figure it out. Because, uh, you know, a lot of the angst and lament and kind of grief. Kind of process that we went through with the group at the very beginning was this kind of it was a lot about anger at students and what they've mm. made the area run down and what we really wanted to encourage the group to kind of think about it was like what is going on beneath the surface you know obviously students can be rowdy and they drop letter and mm. come home late. and actually you know why is this area being chosen to have student accommodation yeah and you know who owns the student accommodation because most people thought Oh, it's universities that have done this but actually it's mostly private developers what yeah, yeah, yeah. weeks well, we, we mm. commissioned some master's students at Newcastle University to do some archival research for us because we as a group didn't have the cost to do that really mm. and they uncovered well they went on the land registry which you have to pay it's behind a paywall and they found out who owns all the land mm. how much they were bought for and who, who, where their companies are registered, and you'll see that Luxembourg, Luxembourg are <laughs> offshore. Popular. Yeah, either offshore or pension
1: funds. So to give you an overview of the exact data. I'll read some of the stats from the leaflet that was produced as part of the Dwellbeing Project £130 million of Earth. The data was gathered by Newcastle Uni master's students Josh Chambers, James Maloney and Hannah Swainston. They created a map that shows how much was paid for each plot of land in Shieldfield that is now student housing, the date the land was purchased, the owner or investment company and where they are located. To quote the printed material, this information highlights that this money is international in nature, often. Often lying offshore and has little relationship to the local or regional economy. The map lays bare the vast sums of money flowing through the neighbourhoods. This money, totalling £130,195,678, barely touches the estate. So from this map we can see that one Barker House, where we're going to view a room, is owned by Torminalis Limited, registered in Cornwall. Who, according to Companycheck.co.uk, the nature of their business is other letting and operating of own or leased real estate. They paid eight hundred and thirty-five thousand for the land in 2014. The most expensive purchase was 17 Camden Court, sold in 2011 for 23 million one hundred and thirty-two thousand to BAA Systems Pension Fund Trustee. Limited, registered in Farnborough. The cheapest was 1 Faulkner Street, sold for 293000 in 2001 to Brackenshaw Limited in Newcastle-upon-Tyne, and several were sold to companies registered in Luxembourg, including Nido, both the Bridge, Stepney Yard and Union Square locations, and the Stevenson Building. The total cost paid for all plots in shield fields is indicated by the title of the project, £130 million of earth. The project and research culminated with an exhibition of this title at Shieldfield Artworks between May and July 2019 and featured an installation in which each new student accommodation building had been recreated using handmade bricks. The size of each model corresponded to the amount paid for the land, with one brick representing £250,000 of value. Back to Alison and Hannah. Is there a problem where it's pushing house or rental prices up in the area? Are people more angry that students kind of just come here for a short time and therefore don't invest anything in the community or like and take care of the area.
3: A combination it is that? I think it's about seeing where the money is where money is being invested and where it isn't mm-hmm. um so it's so fast really. yeah so it's a massive contrast so at the same time of all this new build there's been what we would see is kind of yeah systematic and um, disinvestment of public spaces um and ways, lighting bin collection in this area mm-hmm. as well so it's it's that contrast that people are really upset but yeah I think house prices are going up and rental prices are going up but the long-term prospect for the the estate is you know, this is prime prime land now. What is Sheffield going to look like in 10 years' time, 15 years' time, 20 years' time? Um, it's already gone through several cycles of redevelopment interesting like when you ask the people who manage
2: you can ask them today when we go around how busy are you how full are you and when we went i think it was last year the person was like oh yeah we're like 60% full and you're like mm, looks
3: like less than that oh ah, really yeah
1: i just assume that everywhere's full to the no, brim I, with like exactly,
3: yeah yeah they, they put the student like occupy the kind of edges first. So, mm. it, so it looks so it more of cool well. So yeah, there's this kind of this contrast between the
2: money and the no money like investment and it's quite yeah, it's quite stark and it's quite it's just I think one of the things that um, residents have said to us it feels like there's an, an enemy encampment around our state and I don't think it's like the students are the enemy it's more like it's like they're waiting to invade our they have actually used that language they're waiting Mm -hmm. to invade our community not students but
1: like developers the kind of wave of development before we hear their post-viewing response to Barker House I'm going to introduce Ken and Val who are members of the Dwellbeing group and long-term Shieldfield residents Ken, Val and I went to see another block of student housing called The Shield Um, So you have both lived in Shieldfield for quite a long time, is that right? That's
0: right, 10 years
1: for me and for Barry, 35
0: years for me, (laughs) at least. And how have you seen it change in Uh, that time? Massively, you know, mostly the student accommodation, that's been the big change. The community's changed quite a bit and um, the boundaries of of Alton has changed because of the student numbers that are here. Have people been kind of pushed out of the area because of the student accommodation or was there just not as many people here before? I'm not sure about people being pushed out, it's a small area to start with but the you Know the houses that have built are student houses. This, I don't recall anything being built other than student children housing. Children. All the pubs closed, and the one social area was the Sheafield Club, and that yeah, is pulled true. down now. And that's all student accommodation. And even that,
4: even that cup, that, that pub, the last pub of, in Sheffield, is now is for students. That's right, that's yeah, the one but next to the no Christchurch. Yeah, there's no, no pub. social space, no, anything, no, so not really no, really
0: no, no. I think. I mean, I think the social scene has changed anyway. I don't think the standard social uh, working men's clubs and that are as popular as they used to be. And I yeah. understand that, um, and that's fine. But um, we've got no pubs at all now. Um, mm-hmm. But we have acquired Café. a few restaurants and cafes, which yeah. is nice, and I like that. And
1: what other effects have you felt of the like, students taking noise. over the area? Noise. Is it, <laughs> noise. Yeah, it's, uh, it's
0: not personally affected me a great deal but i do know that it affected a lot of people mm-hmm. um, there was meetings and groups a number of years ago set up simply because families who are living on ground level were being woken up in the middle oh, of the yeah. night oh. and having terrible abuse and yeah. Uh, also, sort of litter and everything else yeah, to do yeah, with yeah. a minority of students, and it's still going on. Right. So that affects people, yeah. and yeah. I have seen it with my own eyes recently as well uh, in Ruthin Place. Um, mm-hmm. For where I live, I live on the twenty-first floor. Oh wow! And so you probably was, don't hear that noise. I so do. Much. Well, do. I do. Wow. I do. It can be very loud. Yeah, uh, I was Saturday mm-hmm. night, it was a Saturday. I was watching the telly, and I, thought, I, I heard screaming, and I thought there was a girl in distress or something, so I went to the window had a look, and there was girls rampaging through recent place around about 11 o'clock at night. There was a rough estimate of about 20 of them. Now, I heard it all that distance up with the window shut, wow. so the people who live there, mm-hmm. it must have been horrendous. Okay. And then it happened a week or two later with the lads, and I saw them, heard them, saw them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, used,
4: I used to give couple of like first two months let them settle but sometimes I feel Friday, Saturday is okay I understand that but sometimes Wednesday, Thursday oh, Sunday, yes, yes. Sunday yes, is good. No good, really please the mm. yeah, Sunday or Thursday from because the yeah. my children the street, a lot
1: of it's a look at the draw and you've been okay. involved in the dwell being project for a while now right? Mm-hmm. yes about, yeah, about, about a so for two two more two yeah, about, about two, two years, years for me, yeah yeah, so, yeah because yeah.
4: students come to involve as well some students used to be last yeah. year they, they come uh, helping as well uh-huh. in oh, the yeah, project it, it,
0: to make more understanding with, with between yeah. each other well, yes yeah. that's right we, we had a project run in to find out what had happened to the business people who own the land that the student flats are built on supposedly put a, a sort of benefit money into the community yes. and we all wondered where that money was going because there was no proof of it, very little proof of where it had gone mm-hmm. so there was some students from the university yeah to find did a project with us to find out
1: that sounds great because I guess most students come here they don't know anything about Shieldfield right.
4: yeah three two three years and That's right. oh, right. and, oh and yeah and I wish they can stay longer because you see the the, the oh. place if they, if they changing Every year, they don't feel the belonging. Mm. Yeah, so they don't care. Yeah, so they, they don't. don't they can't. Care. They That's can't. Right. And, they don't and care. yeah, they don't feel yeah. even they care. It doesn't yeah, matter or them or not. That. Yeah. If they feel just moving on. their care is important, yeah. then they will care more. Yes. You need to. You yeah, need they to appreciate. Yeah. The to really like. Mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. Feel part of it,
1: I guess. Yes. Yes.
4: So. yes. I think that is important. Yeah. For, yeah. for 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 me, seeing students come and go or see when I see the oh, well. parents drop them off and, and then very few months later then will be a congregation yeah. time and then because I always passing by unis and yeah. I see all this happen repeat and repeat every
0: year. I like. I don't mind some of the students here. I don't mind the mm-hmm. area having students here. What's what happened really does, okay. is, there's too many. We've yeah, overpopulated and the area. area. Yes, that's mm-hmm. that's, and that's the
1: problem. And, and yeah, and there's I guess if it was an area where absolutely no one else lived, maybe it would be okay, like yeah. a kind of weird student island where they're all kept. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah, just but I think involving
4: k- in in community is also good for their future as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, another worry I do have is. Uh, and that means people who renting the council house, because I see that around me, rent they are, they were renting the council house and then they buy it mm. for discount and then convert it and sell it yes. later. Is that happening in Shieldfield? Yeah. yeah, my yeah. neighbor. Yeah, okay. yeah. And that's and another thing. And it's not just one of them. No, there's quite a few. There's quite a few already. Yeah. So that yeah. will change the. Community. Yeah. And who's buying the flats? Do you know? I well, mean, the students, students. landlords, the No, no, no property anymore.
0: agents. Property agents. Ah, yeah. So they're, and they're they cropping up all they, over the place. They and then convert they rent them out from students. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and and a downside of that is what happens at the end of the. the Season whatever you call it, um, yeah. the landlords, some of the unscrupulous ones, just dump mattresses oh, and broken tons. furniture all over. They come out at night, the and yeah. they dump stuff side, well everywhere, don't well, they? The and it's th- gone on for years. Yes. Absolutely, years. Um, you know, you, you, you get up, you go down the street, and there's something dumped there—a broken chair, a mattress, something else—and when people see rubbish. Other people think, oh, well, they're going to have I to come and pick that out, put my oh. net beside it. So it just mm. spreads, and that's a real downside. It's not just Shieldfield, we know it's happening in all areas yeah, yeah. at the minute, but it's, it does happen a lot here.
4: Yeah, and also other things we, we can do. I'd like to see how how students help with climate change, because actually all this property, every year I see that when there's summertime, when they change, they change, they change with quite a lot of stuff. The furniture and things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And Loads, change and then yeah. make, and pillows. I know that is absolutely yeah. I also how do we deal very, with that? I there mean, is a lot of ways to have another things to another worry to, to think about those because they are quite outside of town and mm. there's I think the amount of students definitely not cannot fill up all these all these properties. Okay. I yeah, believe yeah. it's no I, I guess sorry. I guess is the developer just holding the land. The land, yes. Okay, so it doesn't yeah. really matter No, it probably. doesn't matter. It's cheap it property that they can yeah. bring back land, down again. later yeah. on, they can do something else with it. Yeah, so yeah. it doesn't matter. Now it's empty. They can afford the empty. Sure. You and know, the buildings are cheap, right? Yeah, the buildings and are yeah. not built to And that is the things that I... That's the things I think is totally not fair. Mm. not fair. That I think it's really business mainly, yeah. Yeah. it's not really benefit, yeah.
0: community or
4: no student. And yeah. the interesting yeah, thing is, well, is not my. Duty. how
0: it's taken over is along at the end of Clarence Street just towards okay. New Bridge Street where the little bridge is, And mm-hmm. um, about a year 18 months ago there was some workmen putting fence up and it really it's just like a small paddock, that's all it is. Mm. And it's been like that for about 18 months. Now, mm the reason behind that somebody's mm-hmm. bought that land and, and they're, it's just ki- they're just waiting yeah, this yeah. Is because there's, probably the there's a couple of other well. yeah there's, a, like... but there's also a couple of factories there that I think are still operating the mm-hmm. paint factory and a couple of studios mm-hmm. and I would imagine eventually they're going to buy them oh, yeah, out yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. add to the land yeah. so then will it and be another things, block or yeah. will it be a hotel block and then at this end of New Bridge Street on um, Clarence Street there was a a, a huge house which had been converted into an office block and next to it two shops now over the last 12 months or so they've all sold up and they're all empty now So, I would imagine that lamp's been bought as well.
4: Do they think about our they future? Don't? No. 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 No, no. We should go and so, have a look yeah. at this. I guess
0: they think I'm a student who's interested
1: in the apartment, so I'll just see are my friends and we're all going to have a look. <laughs> okay,
4: okay. Oh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It <laughs> should be fine. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Before we hear what Alison and Hannah thought of Barker House, let's hear what the website had to say.
5: From your spot living at Barker House, you'll be just a short cycle ride away from Newcastle University a prestigious university, one of the founding members of the Russell Group, that is known the world over for a dedication to innovation, levels of excellence, and creative teaching. Northumbria University, also located right in the heart of the city, prides itself on its reputation for academic excellence, and a focus on high-quality research and business-focused courses. Barker House has everything you need to make your studies as comfortable and productive as possible with all rooms featuring en-suites and fast Wi-Fi as well as a plasma TV for those moments when you need to relax with your favourite Netflix series.
1: Okay, so we have just returned from our viewing of Barker House. Um, (laughs) Any first thoughts or impressions?
2: Oh, it smells weird. It smells weird. It smells like student accommodation.
1: Yeah.
3: It did. It t- totally took me back to yeah. being in my student accommodation as an undergrad. Yeah. But I don't, it took me back there, but I don't remember feeling the same way about the smell then as mm. I did now, if you know what I mean. <laughs> just, like then it was just the smell, it was just normal. What is that smell? It's like know cooking really, yeah. isn't it? Lots yeah. of different things. Yeah, I mean. it was when we went into that first room and um, you guys went round the corner and I was like, oh right, yeah, let's round the corner <laughs> and I popped my head round the corner <laughs> and there was nowhere to go that was it, that yeah, was, yeah, it yeah. was just the end of the desk and that was the classic mm. premium but plus £100 pounds,
1: yeah, £100 a week for one square foot more did he say, than the one that was £99 a week, <laughs> I don't really know why he bothered showing us like I think it was a reduced price, yeah,
2: wasn't it? But it was good that we went down there, because it was that was dire, the second room, I was like oh, this is okay like, it's not awful, and then I went to the £99 one and I was like, oh my gosh. I mean, it was so interesting what I was saying is when we just came out, was that whole, um, he was a lovely guy, and I'm sure mm. he really looks out for the studio. Yes. And he really, yeah you know, creates community there, and, you know, he's probably holding a lot of people in terms of emotional kind of labor yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And that's, you know, I guess that's the case of a lot of people in the system, is that there's kindness and generosity and like, people, like genuine people and you know that's yeah. where Yeah,
1: so you're, luck- you're lucky if you get somewhere with yeah. someone like him running it I guess yeah. as opposed yeah. to the same situation with someone who doesn't really give a shit about their job exactly. or yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, cause you obviously, I mean the fact that you can phone him at any time of night I
1: know, it's like, really? Oh god, he needs... I know, right and it's just, he's like, a slave, isn't he, in a way? And what's, <laughs> what's the a company was Homes for Students, did he say? Yeah. Which is a multinational yeah. housing, student housing yeah. provider. But it's yeah, I don't know, that's relatively affordable.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and I was, think it, it was interesting that he was saying, oh, you know, there's 10 or 20 student accommodation on the street. I was like, Wow, I love how you're selling it as
1: this student villa.
3: You did say studentville. Student he bill, yeah. He called it studentville. Yeah. And I guess
1: a the, lot of students want that.
3: And I think when we're looking around, if, you know, it feels a bit soulless, but obviously the first thing you do when you get a room or an apartment is, you you know, you make it your own, don't you? Yeah, you put mm. posters out. Yeah, you stick your posters, you get your bed in, you know, and yeah. yeah. And oh. the communal
1: space wasn't bad, like... Oh, yeah, it was posh. It had of was, Yeah, it was like a boutique hotel.
2: Yeah, in
3: yeah. In comparison to the And the study the area with, like, leather, like,
1: boots.
3: Yeah, yeah very nice. I was like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like it, but... Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, my taste. No,
1: it's it's not, not my taste. <laughs> <laughs> but it, is it know. anyone's taste? It yeah. must be someone's.
2: From the Shealfield perspective as well, it, seeing the communal area made me sad because he's obviously had that ordered in and...
1: You know, mm. and yeah, it
2: wasn't even part of the original design for the yeah, space. But he's, he's made yeah. it and you know, it's like, it could be an amazing space, you know, if, if residents had a space like that with a little bar and yeah. it would be lovely for them like somewhere to go in the evenings. So. I'm not saying they should open it up to residents but more just like, it's just kind of symbolic, symbolic of... What was there?
1: And before we hear what Ken and Val thought of The Shields, let's hear what their website had to
5: say. The Shields delivers the very best quality student accommodation in Newcastle, offering a variety of ensuite rooms in shared student apartments and ensuite studios with mini kitchen. With plenty of social spaces and social events all year round, it's no wonder why The Shield was voted the best social experience in the UK by Students Crowds Student Accommodation Awards. loved our learning environment. 97% enjoyed our communal space. 94% were satisfied with opportunities for social interaction. 97% rated our overall management.
0: What did you think of The Shield? I thought it was really nice and as a parent, that's the kind of place I would want my kids to go to, and it's very comfortable, very sociable, and it looks to be pretty safe. So I think on that point, I think it is really very nice for the students. And I thought the price was reasonable for what you get, to what you would pay um, a private landlord, and what you might oh, get
1: right. in return, considering all your bills
0: and everything. Yes, and in the safety mm, aspect, your own and bathroom, I guess. Is yeah, mm, and and you unusual. might. you know in a a house like that you would be sharing a kitchen and bathroom and what have you whereas Mm. you've got your own facilities there so i think really the standard was very good for what you would pay per week from a parent's point of view, I think I would
4: be happy with it from there. Yeah, I, the one that we just see, yes. that is, uh, I believe it's more suitable for a more grown-up student because uh, it can be more isolated. The you, you don't apartment. even share yeah. toilet or bathroom. Mm-hmm. And, kitchen. But and you don't have the annoying of... social area downstairs
0: though. Yeah,
4: but that's the thing, if you share kitchen, that's some place that you, yes, need to, you need to share, yes. then that is some there's some struggle there,
1: yeah. usually
4: yes. happen, and that's how you learn. You learn yes. about you learn, you learn about, about how to and how and to how social. to cope with different people, Having different. Respect for other yeah, people. yeah. Yes, yeah.
0: I, I agree as well because I think I suppose if they're cooking for themselves, that might work for some students, but others might not bother and yeah. just go out and get a pizza or some chips yeah. or something yeah. like that. Also, I mean the room you can sh- cook together if they should. yes. There yeah. wasn't even a space where you could maybe invite
1: a friend or two into mm-hmm. your room to cook for them. I mean, you know, they'd yeah. have to sit on the bed probably yeah. and eat their I think something. maybe
0: a large communal kitchen might work better. I think everything else, the private bathroom and a everything. A bathroom is quite... Yes, that's decent. nice. Yeah. But I think maybe a large communal kitchen where they could all sit and cook and eat together mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, might be better. Also I guess it depends what you're cooking, but you might have quite a smelly bedroom yes. situation. Yes,
1: yes, in yes Especially in a small bedroom <laughs> like yeah, yeah, Yeah. Oh, right.
4: I, I, I don't like my, my clothes having all this I smell don't of, the, of the drum cooking.
0: I'm opening <laughs> windows I, when yeah. I cook I don't, I don't I like do smelling different times. Yeah. <laughs> Not gonna cook fish in but, that room probably.
4: <laughs> <laughs> but it's a, it is for me a nursery that um, but i i know the price is, is actually is quite mm-hmm. good yeah. Mm, yeah yeah i think uh, it's very good value. Yeah. Yeah. yeah i think like
1: i said i saw one that was the same size but horrible mm-hmm. and double the price yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which just goes to show how much people are being ripped off yes in some definitely. Cases, you know? mm-hmm. definitely. they don't know what the going rate yeah. is yes yes
0: yes and like we've talked about the the wealthier people as well might be happy to pay it regardless not realizing they're being ripped off really yeah. for what they're paying out for. Being no, they, don't mind. they don't mind they've got plenty of money but maybe they do mind the you, know. you know. If, so. if they've worked hard for their wealth they might not want to see it frittering away. if they real you know mm-hmm. if they don't realize that they're paying twice as much as they should be paying you know that mm. the same the same quality is uh, in the city for half the price. In that situation where I'm pretending to be interested. Yes. (laughs) It's It's not doing doing anybody (laughs) any harm, is it, really? I know. I I think think from a local as well, I mean, considering I've lived here all this time and all these buildings have grown up Mm -hmm. around where I live, I think really it's nice to be able to see inside them Mm -hmm. and know what's on the inside, seeing yeah. as I've had to look at the outside yeah. <laughs> all these years, and the building of them, you know, all the work and the dirt yeah. that went with the building of it, you know. Yeah. And if, if it's right, uh, what we've heard, that a lot of these big buildings are only half full, what a waste of empty little student apartment, well studio apartments, for people single people yeah. who work who are yeah. not students that maybe could be renting them when yeah. there's such a
4: waiting list for people yeah but they 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 might have policy only for students for oh, security yeah. security or insurance yeah, yeah, purpose well, that's what mm-hmm. we're talking mm-hmm. about and that's that's there probably be the reason
0: we're getting money in there would be getting people that would be being housed that maybe mm-hmm. haven't got a flat or not living in a decent flat and then maybe um, they could contribute to the council tax so money would then go mm-hmm. back into the pot. Yeah, but they advertise only for student life. I guess
4: that's uh, based, also yeah.
0: People's parents maybe. Think
4: yeah, it's thinking safer. about what Yeah. About situation well, maybe if
0: again, if if it is the case that there is a lot of empty, that they maybe move all the students into one block and keep a, a block if there's so many empty ones mm-hmm. for other people. To separate them, if that's yeah, the case, so it would it make sense to move them over. I mean, if yeah. you're a student, there's not a lot of stuff to pack. Oh, so are isn't it? i was suitcase, thinking about, the, it, I was thinking about the tax purpose
4: mm-hmm. because if you, when you build or when you, when you're planning to build, if it's
0: for student, the the money is different. So I'm they I'm sure they could work around it. Mm-hmm. If 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 it was the case that there was um, half of them were empty and they just transferred one half of students into to fill a block with students. that then would have an empty mm. block to put city workers or whatever, people mm. who weren't actually university mm. students who could pay for a flat. And it just seems daft in this day and age when people are wanting accommodation of some yeah, sort to have yeah. empty, perfectly mm. brand new, empty apartments, mm-hmm. studios or whatever mm-hmm. else they are. Yeah, it good just good things, and and they could, the council could take some... Well-needed money from that, mm-hmm. and put it back into they services for our restricted at the minute. Cool, well, we should propose this idea to. to maybe the they need more women on on the council. <laughs> <laughs> not maybe, definitely. Definitely. Yes, definitely.
1: So the main concerns are clear, and it would appear that the problem lies not necessarily with the students themselves as students, but with the sheer quantity of them and the fact that so much land in the community has been sold for development without any benefits actually being seen or experienced by that community. The mention of quantity is also of concern when we consider that, in all likelihoods, based on the information we have, these blocks are sitting often half empty. In this state, it's a complete waste of space when so many people in the city are requiring affordable housing, but in a state of full capacity, it would surely create an even more aggressive attack upon or inconvenience for the Shieldfield residents. So either way, it feels like a familiar style of unfair and unbalanced planning and development that serves profit, but not community. I came to speak to some students who actually lived in this accommodation I posted on some Facebook accommodation groups for Newcastle and Northumbria University students. I was contacted by Lucy of Erasmus Living, an organisation offering an alternative to staying in, in one of the large private student blocks. I spoke to Lucy about what they were offering and why she didn't view the student blocks in a particularly positive light.
6: So I run a company called Erasmus Living which is geared towards students who come on an Erasmus semester or for an Erasmus year. We have some British students who live with us as well but the, the aim of it is for students to have like a nice place to live with a very good landlord in a, in a good neighbourhood that's safe and with things provided for them that they would normally need to buy, so like bedding, kitchen equipment, and I organise some like social events so they never feel isolated when they're here. Just kind of give them a package where they can, they can like be independent, but they get the help
1: they need for the things that they would normally be behind if they weren't like full-time students in the UK. So it's uh, a much more personal experience, I yeah. guess, than living mm-hmm. in one of these gigantic kind of corporate student blocks.
6: Absolutely. So what I actually, I actually take a membership fee
1: from every student who lives with us, which like
6: tenant fees are banned now, but when they, they pay a membership fee to be part of Erasmus Living, which means they have access to all of the benefits that I put in place for them which is my full-time job so I do a hell of a lot of administration for them to make sure that they save money and they're not paying bank fees so I put payment systems in place that, that keep the costs really low so they actually end up saving more than they pay in the membership fee. I organise their social events, I've organised discounts, and I always try and negotiate the rent quite low for them as well. So it's mainly I save the money, but I also kind of dare for them most of the time. So there's Mm. a surprising barrage of things that come my way throughout the semester of things that students need help with or advice with. And often it's nice things like, where can I get the best fish and chips? Sometimes it's people who are having like crises and really need some help. It's just basically having, I try and act as the person looking out for them who I didn't have when I was abroad doing the same thing that mm. they're doing now. Mm. Expectations is a, is a big one because that, that's what I really have to manage from the beginning as I say to them this isn't a hotel we are not Airbnb and you, you won't have a chocolate on your pillow when you arrive mm. at your house. Um, they are student digs but we make sure that they're on the nice end of the, of the student spectrum. Yeah. Um, for me the most important thing is the landlord. You need to have a landlord who's fair, who is respectful and responsive. Um, they're hard to come by but I found some and this is one of the reasons that Erasmus Living is only operating in Newcastle and Durham at the moment because mm. it's it's hard when you're not on the ground to to find people like that and to really know whether they're just talking the talk. You really need to see them in action. And yeah. luckily, Erasmus Living has existed for seven years, so we've we've seen how the landlords respond in these situations, and I'm, I'm happy with everyone we've got. Have you seen
1: a lot of changes in those seven years, like in student housing trends and provision? And well, the issues? standards have
6: gone up because more and more landlords are struggling to fill their rooms, faced with like more sort of commercial and corporate aggressive tactics I think coming from the better invested blocks I guess but the the, yeah the main thing is that some standards have been driven up I think in general standards are higher as well like reviews are like rampant online so you don't do anything before checking the review now and the standards have gone up and the prices haven't so if you actually look over the last over the last 12 months whether or not prices have increased in the in Newcastle it's only about five or one percent um, in the last year in London they've gone up by about four um, percent. so and that's actually following the tenant fee ban. So in June last year it was made illegal to charge or was it it was this year it was it was made illegal to charge tenants' fees. Landlords and agents are making their money in other ways, tacking yeah. it onto the rent, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but not improving the service at all. So I'd say over the well, over the last ten years probably, yes standards have gone up. But it's it's hard to say why exactly. Yeah. It could just be that people talk social media um, and there's a lot more competition. And I I mean, I feel like the the justification for pushing students towards these big blocks in in city centres or within the city centre postcode, I think it's kind of spurred on by, I guess, the complaints from the neighbours, the bad experiences of neighbours. But it's also, that's a generalisation. I think there's a lot of communities where the neighbours actually get on really well with the students, the the long-term residents. They all come together as a community. They look out for each other. You just don't hear about it because it's not a particularly remarkable story to tell.
1: Erasmus Living are essentially offering the convenience of staying in one of the branded student blocks, but with the setting of a more typical house or flat and an overall more personal experience. They include all bills in the monthly payment as well as offering a semester long contract and the basics such as cups, plates, and pillows. Personally, this feels more appealing than staying in a huge faceless corporate block in a room reminiscent of a prison cell, but I wanted to speak to some of the students actually living in the blocks to see what their impressions and experiences were. Lucy had mentioned that a lot of students who aren't happy with the student accommodation they find themselves in are stuck in a year-long contract and can only get out if they find a replacement for their room. This she says creates a situation where students are not speaking out about their negative experiences as they want someone else to take the room from them. So in the Facebook groups and elsewhere it would appear that all of the providers are getting glowing reviews. I met with several students to see if they had any bad words to say and here is a couple of those students.
7: So I've signed my contract for the third year as well so since okay. the time I came to Newcastle I've just
1: been living here. And you feel like it's quite sociable and you have a good community of people here? Yes,
7: yes. Uh there, there are people from everywhere that you'd find here. Mm-hmm. Uh we, we speak to the flatmates here, then there are plenty of houses. So on this particular floor as well, there are plenty of houses and uh, I think it's it's pretty nice here.
1: And it's quite it's quite cheap here, right? How much does what's the price? So the
7: rent here is ninety pounds per week. And, and that includes, that includes all bills everything, and everything, all bills you've got the broadband, electricity, water um, heating, everything included. Mm, Even the cleaning, in fact. Is,
1: I guess that makes it appealing because you don't have to worry about yeah. opening accounts for electricity. Exactly. And
7: that's, that's a lot of hard work, you know, to be honest. And extra work, you know, get the account open and get the account closed. What if someone else who's living with you has left the apartment? Then it's more yeah. hassle. And the best part of it includes uh, cleaning as well. So there's a cleaning uh, oh, person really? who comes here who comes once a week and okay. does all the cleaning of the communal area so the living room, the kitchen, the two bathrooms that we've got here and the corridors as well so it gets oh, cleaned that's every That's good, that's yeah. definitely a bonus <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Everyone you know here kind of has quite a positive experience of so.
7: I think so, yes, yes because I have personally recommended a lot of people and, yeah. from, and those people have also recommended a lot of other people so yeah, I think yeah. um, obviously they're having a good time like I am and that's why we're recommending other people to stay here
1: and did you book or pay a deposit before coming to Newcastle for this So place I booked
7: it, I signed a contract for which it. Which you do
1: online, right?
7: Uh, so he, the, the manager, you know, he sent us a signable document, an okay. e-signable document, which had all the terms and conditions, went through it. And this is
1: when you were in, in India? Yes, yeah. this is
7: when I was in India. And uh, the best part was there's no security as well. So there's no security at all. And uh, when I... When I you know when the manager told me when i was in india and he said there's no security and i was like um are you sure there's no security and he's like yeah and i was like so what happens if i've signed the contract and i don't turn up what can you do and he's like this is a legal document so you know i, okay. I have that thing huh. yeah That's yeah strange. yeah. so but uh, you, to be honest i didn't believe for the first time that you know how how is he giving the place To me. But uh, that's how it works. And it's a really... It's a (laughs) really nice... Unusual. (laughs) Unusual. But yeah, it was unusual. But now everything makes sense, you know. Because when you've... When you're doing the right thing, then there's nothing to be scared of. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I guess it must... I mean, it must be difficult and quite daunting being in another country exactly, and trying yeah, to yeah, find yeah, accommodation so to be honest like... I
7: didn't trust this for the first time and then uh, I I try to get in touch with a few people here and ask them you know does this place really exist here <laughs> could you just go and check
1: <laughs> that's so. funny because usually yeah. you get suspicious if they're trying to take money from you yeah and no, you're but like, I didn't
7: even have to pay the money then I just had to sign the contract yeah. oh you're
1: suspicious because yeah. they're not taking money
7: exactly which seems... and I said so do you want me to transfer the first month's rent? And he's like, No, you can pay to me when you come here. And I'm like, mm, Okay, I just hope I'm not <laughs> stranded on the streets here. You're enough. like, Take my money, give yeah, <laughs> <take> my money. <laughs> but uh, yeah, when I came here, it was really, really nice. And you know, The the people who work here, they even came to pick me outside, help me with my bags, you know, because Newcastle was a new city. Mm. I've lived in England, uh, well in the UK before, but it's always that scary thing when you come to a new city with all your luggage and you know, everything. So I think I had a pretty warming uh, experience here. This is IQ Stephenson house.
1: And you've just moved here, right? Like yeah,
7: last
8: a September, month it's a month, one one and a half months.
1: And where were you before that?
8: Before this, I was in uh the Northumbria student ac- university student ac- the, accommodation.
1: And how was that?
8: It is uh okay, it the one I was is catered. Okay. And the room uh room is private, but the toilets and the bar- uh, kitchens were shared with 12 people.
1: 12 people. Yeah, wow.
8: and they don't have a kitchen like as it is a catered one, they don't have provide kitchen. facilities there were only microwave kettle and stuff so oh, okay. yeah. But, but so
1: they but there was like a dining room Yeah, like
8: a dining room thing. and everything like a restaurant they provide food. How is the food? Uh it's uh <laughs> for I'm from Asia so for <laughs> it's me it's a bit horrible horrible. Probably. The breakfast is fine. The normal English breakfast it's okay. It's fine. But, but they're then, not
1: like making some nice foods from all over the world or like uh, is no, it kind of like no, kind of uh, I don't even know what British food is yeah, British not good. Food. <laughs> and
8: uh, yeah I couldn't bear it for a long time time <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and the same thing again and again and it's, it was uh, not a good experience so I just um, changed my contract to non-catered thing and so I was struggling there because of the food so that's why
1: and did you, you you signed up for that when you were still in Sri Lanka I guess yeah, yeah.
8: so at that time I was thinking like uh, the new place I, I don't know anyone so if it is near the university it's better so I just got, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just went with that but once I came here I, I was like oh. <laughs> okay. but this one it's only sixty nine per week. Here, it's here, yeah. Really? Yeah. This
1: is quite um spacious. Spacious,
8: and... yeah. The the room is spacious, and I really love the kitchen here. Yeah, it's, and it's also so you spacious.
1: share a kitchen with how many people here? Six. Six. Like and bathroom. the bathroom as Two well. Two bathrooms. You feel like it's a nice community or yeah it's oh uh,
8: yeah it's all around the world Poland Mauritius uh, South Africa and Bulgaria There, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: And, and if you need if you want to complain about something or something uh, breaks yeah. you'd have a person here that you call
8: yeah the reception and uh, there's an IQ application we have so we can there is my IQ app we can uh, all the details and oh
1: you can just do it on yeah the wow
8: the fixing collecting the parcels and payments cleaning everything we can use the app so if we received any passes, we'll get the notifications.
1: And what about um, living in Shieldfield? She- this area? like This
8: area? Yeah, we have the Tesco nearby. Okay. So it's really easy just to walk. The and do you, is there
1: any like, do you go to any local cafes or bars or restaurants uh, or Yeah,
8: the biscuit factory they have. And near the biscuit factory there is a cafe and okay. it's a okay, good one. And the Morrison's is nearby.
1: Do you feel like, like Shieldfield, this area is kind of like mostly student housing I think? Oh. Yeah. 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 Is that do you think that's like a, a, a nice thing? Like is that good? Uh, do you get
8: So in the weekends only the sad Friday nights and Saturday nights it's will be very loudy the area. Okay. Everyone's drunk
1: Everyone strong. Everyone is
8: uh, like all the students they have parties and everything. Having students nearby it's a better option for some kinds like have the same kind of people but yeah, at the same yeah. time. On that is the only. I'm not a party person, so for me it's an issue. But for some, someone a party person, they would prefer that thing. <laughs>
1: Other than the complaint about the catering, which was actually at Northumbria University Halls rather than private accommodation anyway, I didn't get a single complaint out of a student. So there's definitely something to be said for an architecture of convenience that involves not only physical space, but apps and networks for managing aspects of how that space is run or maintained, and how it can be accessed prior to arrival in the country. Combined with easy access to a community of peers and a convenient location near the city centre and universities, it would appear that this style of student accommodation will con- continue to appeal to international students and concerned parents. The pressing question then is still, what does the future hold for Shieldfield and its long-term residents? This episode concludes the first season of Asset Arrest. Thanks for listening and stay tuned for season two coming soon, which will begin with a tour of Pearl River Delta region cities, Guangzhou, Shenzhen and Hong Kong. (coughs)